This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb, you know, our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Yokohama Avid Ascend LX. But did you know they sell other automotive products, wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few? Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, that's the way tire buying should be. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com. Or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio broadcasts live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com. Hope you get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com. It's the way tire buying should be. So you heard from Monsi that Chris Jones continued his holdout. Because I can. I got it like that. Um... That one lands weird, right? It it lands weird. 
because, you know, it's like the, I want to get paid the right amount. Well, why can you withstand all these uh, fines? Well, because I'm already rich. It's like, okay, so you're, you're essentially telling us that the reason you want a gigantic contract extension is not because you need the money. It's because of ego. I mean, that, is that anybody else's read? That that sure as heck is is mine. Welcome in to the Doug Gottlieb Show. We got a lot to get to today. We have a really, really good, um, not just crew, obviously, but also we got a really good show for you. I thought this was interesting. Um, uh, by the way, Jay Stu is out. Now, this is the time, Ramos, where he's going to hike half dome right that's it for his girlfriend's 50th birthday yes yes it's i mean it's i'm sure he's excited by it he's a very adventurous person uh did he send you the pictures of what he's going to be doing what do you mean did he send you the picture of what it looks like what they what they have to do to hike up the the half dome yeah i mean i had two two of my i have a couple kids that play for me one's 15 one's 13 they just did it okay that's why i told him i was like i think you're kind of over dramatizing this thing Mm, I, I, it looked pretty hairball to me. I wouldn't touch that with a 10-foot pole, but I, good luck to him. Okay, so what we're going to do today, okay, the, the exercise today in the, in the um, what's called the midway, which is an hour from right now, is what is the one bucket list thing you're going to check off your box this year? The one bucket list item you're going to check off the box this year. Randy Mueller will join us upcoming in 20 minutes. We'll ask him about Chris Jones. We'll ask him about Trey Lance as the third quarterback. What happens now in San Francisco? And I do believe, I have said this is what's going to happen all uh, all preseason long, that Sam Darnold's going to be number two. Who does number two work for? Sam Darnold is the, is the answer. Then, of course, there's the kind of dud of a story, which is Jonathan Taylor wanting out of the Colts. Former rushing leader, of course, last year, injury-prone season, does have an ankle injury. Um, but he's, you know, he got into a war of words with Jim Ursay. Jim Ursay is the owner. He said some stuff, which however accurate it is, I don't know if it's needed to be said, hey, if we were gone today, the NFL wouldn't remember us. You know, you can write the story of the NFL without us. But I, I thought I, it's one of those things that you only get if you list something for sale, you know? And remember, Jonathan Taylor, there's more to it than just, do you want Jonathan Taylor? He wants a contract that's going to reverse the momentum for running backs. And remember, they had a phone call about it, and the best they could do so far is Saquon Barkley getting like 500 grand extra in a raise, and then he showed up in the preseason. You know, the New York Jets go out and sign Dalvin Cook to like a deal that's probably in the six million to low, maybe seven guaranteed. Dalvin Cook is more accomplished, more beat up, uh, but an older version on many levels of Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor is an excellent football player. This in no way is an indictment of him, the football player. But part of the reason your house sells is the market and the timing of the market. You know, like it, this is a weird time in the housing market. Rates are now close to 8% interest rates, eight. So one would think that you can get a deal, but there's still low inventory because most people, why would you sell now? Because if you sell, you got to go buy something new. If you go buy something new, you're going to have to be paying 8% interest rates. Whereas if you sit and you wait, 
the rates come down, the money will go up. But there are all kinds of job changes, life changes. You know, you have a kid, you need a bigger house, you get a divorce, you need a smaller house, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But right now is a curious time on the market where people are, in fact, buying some of these houses because they're betting, hey, those rates will go way down in a couple of years. I can withstand it for like two years and then get it refied. And when I get it refied, the value, the equity in it will be enough where I don't have to put any more money in and I'm going to be paying far less per month. That's the that's the working theory for some. Some are just sitting it out. Well, think about that with the running back market. To get Jonathan Taylor, you got to trade away draft picks. Now, the, the Colts are sitting there going like, all right, if you're a good team, for example, the Dolphins are a team that's been interested. Right, the Dolphins will be a team that finishes above 500. Will they win 13 games? I don't think so. But with Jonathan Taylor and with Tyreek Hill and all that talent, it's, it's not crazy. So if you give up a second, you want second round picks for them. The problem with that is they become mid to low second round picks. If you're trading them before the season. The other part to it is how many teams are really going to completely change their roster and change their salary structure and come up with an and you have to give them a new contract that's in the 16 million plus per year variety. How many teams want to do that? This it reminds me very much of the real estate market in that Jonathan Taylor, there is nothing wrong with the house that is Jonathan Taylor. It's new, it's well designed, it's got a good location, etc. But uh, that location um, has plateaued in terms of value and other places have have spiked. It's not a great time to buy that any house, let alone that house. And at some point you might go like, uh, do we just take it out the market and wait till next season? It's a game of chicken and that's what they're playing in Indy. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, it's brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive's making things even easier. They help you bundle your home and car insurance together. You can save on both or more progressive.com or call 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Uh, Yankees keep losing. Stop me if you heard this before, but the Angels lose another close game. They are, they're falling further and further away from the wild card race. We got some that's baseball upcoming. Uh, there's this debate that I, I want to have a little bit of discussion on, which is, Steph Curry called himself the greatest point guard of all time. Is he? Is he? Matter of fact, let's get into that next before um, we, we'll talk some football with Randy Mueller. And is Steph Curry the greatest point guard of all time? The answer is so simple right there in front of you. I'll, I'll give it to you upcoming next. But first, sleep number smart beds individualize your sleep experience. I think you know that, right? You can, you can, make it so one side of the bed is firmer than the other science shows that quality sleep helps improve your mental emotional physical and relationship health are you waking up tired well then you need to get a sleep number oh yeah by the way you need to follow some of these tips right like sleep number smart beds can help you get quality sleep you need to recover faster to perform your best so if you're working out hard sleep number will actually help you recover faster Sleep Number recommends keeping your room between 65 and 68 degrees. I'm as cold as possible. But part of it is there's the Climacool uh, technology where you can climb in bed and it if it's cold in there, it helps warm you up, keep you asleep, and then kind of defraze all the heat while you sleep to keep you cool. 
Sleep Next Level. Unlock your unique sleep potential with a smart bed that can perform as well as you can. And right now, don't miss Sleep Number's biggest sale of the year where all beds are on sale. Save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart bed plus special financing for limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash Doug. See store for details. Stug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Randy Mueller joins us, the former GM in the National Football League. Of course, he has the he has the Football GM podcast on the Athletic. And he joins us here on Fox Sports Radio. A lot to actually to get to kind of in your wheelhouse. Um, let's start with Trey Lance. What's your reaction to the fact that he's now the third quarterback in San Francisco and they're probably going to try and find another home for him? Yeah, that's a tough spot for the kid, that's for sure. He's been besieged with bad luck year after year, it seems like. Um, I guess, Mike, when asked about this, Doug, I always get go back to the point of how did they end up giving as much as they did for the limited body of work that they had when they knew it was going to be a long-term project at best? That's a hard decision to overcome as, as a GM or really as a coach. And They've been lucky. They found Brock Purdy. He kind of fell into their lap last year. Sam Darnold runs this scheme really well. He's a trustable guy to have as a backup. He's not going to need a ton of reps. If he should play, he'll be ready. So it's it's definitely odd man out for Trey Lance. My guess is they'll try to find a home for him, but there's not going to be a big lineup of teams willing to entrust him as the backup just because they've seen the same amount of body of work as we have, little or none. You, you know, the, the, the part to it that I brought this up earlier, and I don't know your thoughts on it, but we can also chalk it up to the COVID year, right? He only played one game that year. It was the COVID year. There was all kind. Of, if you remember that year in college football, Michigan and Penn state were awful. Northwestern. That was the last time Northwestern won football games. Right? And it was just, the whole world was upside down. His team played one game and it was a reach and they missed that. That's how much of the COVID year. Can we, you know, write this, write this loss off as, well, I don't think they can, Doug, because I understand it was a COVID year and the body of work and every, all the passes that he didn't throw were part of it, but everybody was dealing from the same deck. Everybody knew that. I, I said at the time, there's just no way I could make this deal based on what I know. And if you remember right, they traded up pre-draft for what everybody thought was going to be Mac Jones. Then the narrative changed to Trey Lance. So somewhere along the way, the evaluations got crossways because really neither probably were worthy of being picked with the third pick. So it's a tough spot. Yes, COVID caused chaos throughout a lot of these evaluations. I think this was one of those that just was forced because if you remember right, they were looking to make a change. They had tired of Jimmy G at that point. He was trying to move on from him two years before that, and it just didn't happen. So I just think it's a it's a hard lesson in that we think we can make guys into players when we get them. It's it's a tough road of a lot. You got to have a lot of opportunity and a lot of good fortune happen to develop a player. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. That's the voice of Randy Mueller, former GM and GM of the year uh, with the uh, with the Miami Dolphins. I want to ask you about the Jonathan Taylor situation. So to to acquire Jonathan Taylor, you got to figure out a trade value. But then you also have to acquiesce to whatever his contract demands are, right? Which are top of the market. And you have the timing of we're almost to September. Your team's kind of set. Your salary cap is, I know it's some of it's pliable. There's a lot of different parts to this. How much does timing affect the likelihood of this deal be a deal being consummated? Well, it's definitely a big deal. Timing wise is an issue. You just mentioned it. 
Dalvin Cook took, took two months to find a place to sign, and there was no compensation involved with another team. So I don't know how this all could happen in one week. My feeling is, and, and I don't know this from any inside source, Doug, but my, my feeling is they use this window of time to let him shop himself as part of the process that eventually brings him back to them. Frankly, I just don't see how a deal works out. You mentioned some of the hurdles. There's a lot of keys to cross and eyes the dot for something like this to happen. But, like you said, on top of it all, he's got to sign a new deal. I just I don't see it happening. But they need to let him do this in order that he comes back to the fold to them. So I wouldn't run him out of Indianapolis yet. I still think the likelihood of him returning is very high. Randy Mueller, our guest here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Chris Jones, a dynamic player, but says he's willing to hold out till week eight because he can afford to do so. So it, it means like, look, he wants a new contract, not necessarily because he needs it, but because he believes he's worth it. And there's, there's some ego involved here. Is there a way Kansas City gets him out there week one other than well, other than giving into his demands? Yeah, I think I don't think they will give in to his demands. I think this is his way to call their bluff. I think. Timing is still obviously the most critical thing in any negotiation, and he knows he's got another week or so. So why not play this card? Why not say I'm willing to sit out? Frankly, this has happened a time or two. We all know about Le'Veon Bell. This happened to us in Seattle years ago with Joey Galloway, where he missed half the season. And the, the, the catch to it is they've got to come in to get credited for that season so that their contract doesn't toll. So that that's why he's saying he can miss that much time. But still, you're talking about eight, ten, twelve million dollars going away. That's money he won't earn back. That's money that's gone. And so it's a risk, a risky play for Chris Jones. I don't see it happening at the end of the day. I just think this money's too hard to come by. I do think there is a deal to be made, and I think Kansas City understands that from a club standpoint. They're trying to make a deal, but it's got to be to their liking because they do have the hammer in that he has a contract. Does have a contract, can be franchise tagged. They, they don't, they don't yep. have to negotiate with, uh, with, with him at all. Randy, what do you make of, and, and I think part of Ryan Clark doing the tattoo thing and talking about his body and how he's been eating, some of that is locker room, dudes bust chops, whatever. But there is the reality to, you know, Tua's not a great athlete. Um, his injuries have almost all been caused by his inability to get out of the way of, of danger. Matter of fact, so much so that this year in the offseason, he was learning how to fall. Uh, what do you think of, of Tua trying to make him remake himself here in yet another year? Well, I think it's a, it's a noble effort. I think I understand where he's coming from. He's got to stay healthy some way. But this is not something that's just come up the last couple of years. As you know, he mentioned he, he was hurt at Alabama, too. I think he had three different surgeries before he even got to, to Miami. So it's a struggle. The main thing that, that I would question is really the concussions, and that's hard to – unless we're going to play in bubbles, unless we're going to play in these things that guys are practicing with nowadays, that's hard to, to really protect. And so it's it's a tough spot. I know that if he can – make it last another year, then he puts the leverage back in to his court in that the Dolphins have to decide if they're going to pay him a long-term big-money deal. It's a, it's a tough spot. Um, I don't know the answer to it. Um, I have no medical idea how this changes because I think history is the best indicator of future, especially when it comes to a smaller-framed guy playing a big man's game. Sam Howell looked really impressive on Monday Night Football for the Washington Commanders. 
And you'll still get people who will say, eh, Sam Howell. When, again, look around the league. Granted, plenty of these guys are first-round picks, but... You know, Jalen Hurts, it felt like a reach for him to go second round. Kirk Cousins, who used to play for Washington, obviously, a fourth-round pick. Dak Prescott, a fourth-round pick. So it, it has been done, obviously, plenty of times recently. What are your impressions of Hal so far within this offense? Well, I'll start by saying I was not the biggest fan coming out of North Carolina, so I've been skeptical. And when Ron Rivera said we're going to turn the keys to the car over to him, I was skeptical again. Um, obviously, their decisions on quarterbacks the last four or five years haven't been the most sound. So I've kind of looked at it uh, with a little bit of, I don't know if I believe this, but I've also watched the tape from the other night, and I know it's one half of a preseason game, but Sam Howell was impressive. He had poise. He had vision downfield. He had patience, but yet he was aggressive. I thought he handled everything really good and did a lot of second and third level quarterback chores that we see some of these guys who we're still waiting on two or three years into the league that they don't make. So I think it's positive. Yeah, it's only one half, but this guy looked like he belonged and he looked like he knew where to go with the ball immediately. And I love the way he read coverage, processed information, handled all the pre-snap stuff like a veteran. So I, I was I was happy to see it and I'm happy for Washington football fans after what they've been through. Are you a buyer into Lamar in this new offense? The offense is going to be good. I'm I'm a enemy guy. I, I know the people were critical of what his style was, but that's the way Eric Bieniemy is. He's going to come at you in the face. And let's be honest, this team has not been good on offense, and they needed some accountability. And sometimes tough love is hard to take, but it benefits us all, right? They, uh, they they broke the Ravens' twenty four. Uh, what was it? Five year winning streak in preseason games, right? Uh, yeah. What about what about the Ravens? They bring in Todd Munkin. Uh, I still think they're going to let Lamar run, but maybe not as many designed runs that you know read option runs. Do you like that? I, I'm I'm waiting to see on the Ravens to be honest with you because yes, they have upgraded. Um, obviously, Lamar is going to be in a little different scheme that he's got to make some adjustments to. I'm not sure what we're going to get with Todd Munkin yet. I do know this. They're not going to have better players than 10 of the 11 opponents they will play like they did at Georgia. So you can do a lot of things when you have the best players on the field. Now, having said that, the Ravens have some weapons. They have really good tight ends. They've upgraded their receivers. We'll see if that offensive line can open up holes and still use the running game. But I'm kind of in a wait and see with regard to the Ravens. I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid fully yet. Uh, Randy Mueller, our guest on the Doug Gottlieb Show, former general manager, uh, among other places, of uh, the Miami Dolphins. Let me ask you about Baker Mayfield. It was not easy for him to fight off Kyle Trask, which means to me, again, to me, it's that the first sign of trouble, Kyle Trask is going to get an opportunity. Uh, what's happened to Baker here outside of, I know he was hurt a couple years ago, but man, the, the mighty have fallen. Well, I think some of that is not Baker's fault. It's not his fault. He was picked first in the draft. I don't know that there were a lot of NFL guys that would have selected him like the Browns did. He has been successful in a certain scheme per se. Um, he was good when the running game was the focal point. And we all saw what he did in a little bit of a, uh, nutshell with the Rams last year. So I think Baker's a very, he's a comparable, competitive kid that you can win games with. You just got to have everything around him 
working, uh, and and you've got to have plenty of talent and ways that he can not have to carry the team, and that's that's not going to happen for him. I don't know how it's going to go in Tampa. Their offense has been kind of inconsistent, in my opinion, but he's capable of carrying them for a short stint. I don't know about 17 games. It's weird. Last four or five off-seasons, we've talked so much about the Browns, and I think it's because, one, they weren't good, but two, more importantly, they have Deshaun Watson, and nobody wants to retell any part of that story. That said, from a football perspective, can Deshaun Watson get it back? Well, I think he can. Um, he was obviously inactive, and everybody knows the story, and I think you're correct. We've stayed away from analyzing the Browns just because, right? Nobody wants to drum up the story. I have watched him the last couple of weeks. He didn't play last week, but the first week. Um, he's He has his legs. He's running the ball effectively. He's hitting on some short to medium range throws. I think the touch and the long term, long down the field throws are still a struggle for him. Um, I think that is a team that they're built on the running game. That's not going to change. I think that still has to be their bread and butter. But they've got to find a way to throw the ball downfield enough to where it takes pressure off the running game. And we'll see. I think Deshaun is capable of. of Obviously, being a playoff quarterback, I don't know that he's going to rekindle everything that he had before, but he's he's definitely talented enough to, to carry these guys uh, through the better part of a season. It's a matter of how much rust is still there. What are you hearing about Jordan Love? I like Jordan Love. I think, ideally, um, the way to bring a quarterback on is the way they've done it, but he looks to me like he is poised. He is um, very confident. I think it's one thing, uh, equate it to this, Doug, when you ride to work every day and your buddy drives, sometimes you don't even pay attention to the directions. But the one day he asks you to drive, then all of a sudden you see things from a totally different angle because you're behind the driver's, the, the, the steering wheel. Now that's where Jordan Love is. He's having to drive his own car every day now and not watch anybody else. Sure, it's going to take a little time, but this kid is talented. He can make all the throws, and, and I think it's going to be fun to watch because their defense is for real, and I think people are sleeping on the Packers. Uh, I do, too. I think that roster is outstanding, and you know, it's like what people don't understand is when all your skill positions outside of Aaron Jones are on rookie deals, that means you got a bunch of money to spend elsewhere, and they've built up a really nice roster around him, and they've they've had... They've had enough success, you know, yep. uh, should have made the playoffs last year. And, you know, that that was on a on a down Aaron Rodgers kind of kind of downward sort of year with some of the injuries that they had in the obviously fall off without Devontae at wide receiver. Randy, give me one other team that you wish we talked more about, but we don't because, you know, we, we covered the drama more than anything else. <laughs> Well, I think people are starting to notice, but this is a team that I thought has been off the radar for most all offseason, that's the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think they're a really good team. Kenny Pickett has made great strides. Um, he's developed into an NFL passer in year two, where, again, some guys are still struggling to connect all the dots. And we all know what they want to be on offense. They want to be a run-first team, but they're able to now, with George Pickens and some of the other weapons they've acquired, they can hit on some big plays and be explosive. So I think they're a team that's to make a playoff run. I don't hear anybody ever mention them. Um, we'll see how it goes, but I like what the Steelers have done. I like their draft this year. I think they've added some quality players. They added a tackle and a tight end that's going to help their running game a ton. I just like the way this team has been built, so I think the Steelers are another good team. Randy Mueller, check out the uh, 
the GM podcast on The Athletic. Of course, he's the former front office executive of the year. Randy, thanks so much for joining us. We sure do appreciate it. You bet, Doug. Yankees, not good. I mean, the opposite, really, of good, if you if you kind of want to get down to it, right? Um, and historically not good is really part of this next segment. Um, Ethan, you're new to it. If you're new to the show, there's an expression in baseball that people in baseball use to explain things which are kind of inexplicable. It's called That's Baseball. It's time for That's Baseball. <laughs> the New York Yankees. New York Yankees have lost nine in a row. Nine games in a row. They're on the verge of their first 10-game losing streak since 1913. How do you explain the Yankees, the winningest franchise in the sports history, doing something that hasn't been done since before Babe Ruth put on the pinstripes? Especially coming off of last year? That's baseball. That's baseball. Um, okay, so the Dodgers traded Noah Syndergaard to Cleveland, but that didn't stop him from having a quality start against the Dodgers as the Guardians beat L.A. after Cole Calhoun, who started in the Dodgers minor league system, hit a home run for the Guardians. So, look, the Dodgers are having a great regular season. No argument there. And uh, the Guardians are a franchise that generally they grow talent and then it goes elsewhere. Had he explained two Dodgers cast-offs leading Cleveland to a win against the best team in baseball? Well, that's baseball. That's baseball. And in the NL, there are five teams, one game out of the wild spot, with the Padres and Mets not even in the race. Remember, the Padres and the Mets have spent a ton of money, and it's not like they're close. They're not close. They're not in the same ballpark as the wild card teams. Now, I'll grant you that Padres have had starting pitch, pitching injuries and the Mets have traded away, you know, Verlander uh, and others. But how do you explain the Padres and Mets not being one of the wild card teams? That's baseball. That's baseball. Thanks so much, Monsi. Yeah. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. And of course, um, the fresh scent of Irish Spring, those sensational Irish Spring suds, are just the reset you need to own the day. Irish Spring, when the spring hits you, you're ready. Pick up Irish Spring at your local retailer today. Daniel Jeremiah joins us. He's got the Move the Sticks podcast. You see him on the NFL Network. Plus, uh, you can hear the dulcet uh, tones of he and Matt Money Smith calling Charger games this year on our sister station in Southern California. Uh, let's start with the news of the day that Sam Darnold is number two, Trey Lance is number three, and may not make... Uh, the roster, maybe they move him around. What's what's your reaction to that? Well, I mean, I, I think this shouldn't be a shock when they went out and brought in Sam. You know, it seemed like Purdy, with the way he played last year, was always going to be his job, provided he came back healthy. And then they, you know, showed you where their belief was in Trey at this point in time by going out and getting Sam Darnold. So, you know, once they did that, it felt like, man, you know, you're gonna have, Trey's going to have to really light it up to be able to hold on to the number two job. And while he made strides, you know, and did some good things after, you know, a, a, you know, a poor decision early in the game of the night, he played pretty well the rest of the game, but that was a mountain he wasn't going to climb during that time. And I think 
you can make the case, well, you should carry three because you had so many injuries and you're so close um, to winning a championship. Doesn't that have more value than you know the fourth-round pick you're going to get for trading Trey Lance? But it looks like just from the outside right now, Doug, that they're they're saying, hey, you know, this is a storyline and a distraction that maybe we don't need, and um, and they'll just roll with those guys, those other two guys, and, and see if they can't find a third to throw on the practice squad. Uh, okay, let's go around the league a little bit. What do you think happens with the running back situation in Indy? I don't think they're going to get an offer trade wise that that they're going to like. Um, you know, or that, you he, look at all, or that he's going to like. Oh yeah, well I mean he's he, here's the thing: you have to trade, you have to give up compensation in terms of picks, and they want you know a first round pick or the value of a first round pick. That's a lot. Then you have to commit to a contract to pay the guy, um, which is a big commitment. Even you know, even though he's 24, and I think he'd be okay on a you know three or four year deal. Um, but then on top of that, it's like where where are your you know he's not healthy at this point in time, which complicates matters. And then you know you the finances have kind of been set for a lot of these teams at this point in time. So you got to find a team that has the room. So I don't see that they're going to get what they want from a trade standpoint. And then, you know, I don't know that he would be happy about what he would get from a contract standpoint. So now maybe he gets moved, but I would be surprised. Um, okay. Chris Jones is holding out. He said today, and granted, we still have about a week till he's got a report, that he can wait till week eight because he can afford it. What do you think happens there? I think he'll probably end up, you know, I don't want to use the word cave, but I would imagine they would – you know, maybe the Chiefs come up a little bit. He probably won't get everything that he wants. But everybody, I mean, you go back and look at it, but there's there's a lot of folks that, that threaten, you know, sitting out games and missing the big, you know, real big money that you would miss. Um, and then when it actually gets down to it, that sounds like a great idea today. Um, it doesn't sound like such a good idea once you really start seeing the impact of missing those checks. Dana Jeremiah is our guest. Move the Sticks is the podcast. Of course, you can see him on the NFL Network as well. It's the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app, and FoxSportsRadio.com. Okay, how does it affect the team, though, right? Like, is there any effect on Chris Jones if, in fact, you know, he holds out, comes back, they find a way to even up, and he's back week one of the season? I mean... I don't think at this point in time where he is and what he's accomplished that he really needs much of a training camp to get back up and running and, and to play at a high level. So I, I don't think it would be hard if he were to come back in the building. I do think that defensively that that is a huge void for them if he were to stick to his guns here and not and not show up. Um, I do think that would have a big impact on, on that defense because he's the one you have to game plan around. He's a nightmare. He's unblockable. So – he has, you know, I'm probably sure he's looking at that saying, well, I have leverage because of my value to this team, but the team still holds the greater leverage because of the contract and because of the money that will be missed. So I still think it gets resolved. I think once he shows up, everything will be fine, and he'll probably hit the ground running and have the freshest legs on the team. What's your impression of Sam Howell and the likelihood he has success this year? You know, I always say preseason is a liar. I don't really believe anything that I see in the preseason to go off of. I mean, I actually looked good the other day. Um, but, I mean, I think we just got to see it in the game. I know he throws a beautiful deep ball. I know he can move around and, and create some plays. I like the receiving core that they have. But, you know, I, I think he's one of those ones where we haven't seen enough to learn enough about him 
I think we'll find out all together once these things crank up for real. Baker Mayfield, I mean, he, he fought off Kyle Trask to win the job, but when it takes you that long to fight him off, doesn't that mean first sign of trouble he's, he, he's, he's going to be on the bench? Well, I don't know. I, I don't. Do you really think Kyle Trask is going to push him well, you know, hard enough that he will have a short leash? I would imagine he'll probably get a pretty long leash there. Um, and so, I mean, I just don't think. I don't know. How Why did it take I, him so long to name him the starter? Why was there so much discussion about it? Well, yeah, I mean, that's a that's a valid question, but I, I still think that I don't think there's going to be a. You know the sections of the team and the fan base are going to be clamoring to see Kyle Trask. So the, I think he'll get. I think he'll get a long rope. There's a, a lot of discussion about Ryan Clark made some comments about tattoos and the weight and the weight distribution of of Tua. Your first game for the Chargers is going to be Miami coming in. What's the word on the street about how Tua looks? Well, I mean, I just saw this just a little bit ago, and I. Uh, you know, I know Ryan really well, and I've you know interacted with two on um, multiple occasions, and they're both really good dudes. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure I don't know what Ryan said about it. He might want to do over in terms of how how some of that stuff uh, you know came out. But uh, yeah, I saw the press conference it was the first time I've really looked at his body type, and, I, and nothing jumped out to me that it was you know totally out of the ordinary of what he he looked like. You tell he tried to put on maybe a little bit of weight just from a a cushioning standpoint, I guess, from from dealing with the hits that have, have given him trouble. But I didn't think he looked like he was grossly out of shape. Um, when he plays, he's been good, Doug. He fits the system. He fits the personnel. It all works. But he, yeah, I don't. There's no guarantee you're going to keep him on the field. So that's the story of the Miami Dolphins: is can they run him out there every week? What do the pe- what do people in the league think about Jordan Love and how he's looked? Good, you know, good. And and just from inside the building, I had heard that last year about what he looked like on the practice field. And they're like, he is really, the lights kind of came on there. He's really made a big jump. So I know initially, you know, internally they were excited about where this was going. And then not just from what we've seen in the preseason, but just, you know, by reports of people I trust that have gone through there in camp, they're like, no, he looks, he looks very comfortable. Um, he's going to be a good player. So I, I'd be, I'd be optimistic there again, maybe more so off of what I've heard from inside the building than from, from what I've even seen in the preseason. Uh, we, we mentioned we, last time we, you and I talked about the Jets' offensive line, Dwayne Brown coming back. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, he's 39 years old. And even if, even if he can still play, the likelihood of injury again when you're 39 is, is great. They play the Bills out of the, out of the gate, and it, it does feel like people have forgotten how good the Bills are. They're, they're not perfect. They've been pretty good. Um, give me a snapshot of what you think the Jets will be as of, as of today. I think they're going to be good, man. Uh, you know, look, they've got to keep they've got to keep the offensive line healthy. I would argue that getting Vera Tucker back and keeping him healthy is going to be even more important than Dwayne Brown staying healthy at 39 years old. I think you touched on it. I mean, the the, the likelihood that he's going to be able to run out there 17 times is probably not great. But Vera Tucker and his versatility to be able to kick out and play tackle. Um, you know, Becton and knock on wood has looked really good, uh, you know, and, and just keeps getting better. I mean, he's the talent's always been there. It's just a matter where is, you know, is he in shape? Is his head in a good place? Um, and can he stay healthy? It seems like that's, you know, that's all trending positively. Um, so, and they've got, you know, look, they've got some depth behind them. It's not, it's not ideal in terms of they have quality starters as backups, but it's better depth than what they had to run out there last year in terms of 
some of those younger guys being healthy and, and a little more experienced. So it, I think the offensive line will be fine. I, I think that's a little it's it's a it's the issue that you would worry about. I get that, but the group that they have right now, if they run them out there, I think they'll be fine. Um, we don't talk about the Lions, and they were probably the surprise of the NFL last year. One with Hard Knocks, two with Dan Campbell, and then they just found a way to win games, kept the, kept the Packers out of the playoffs, obviously last game of the season. But there's a big step between becoming solid and becoming really good, like playoff team good. Are they there? You know, that's, it's a great way that you frame that. I, I believe in what they're doing. I believe in, you know, they're taking those steps. I just think sometimes that's not just a straight line, you know, up up when you look at the trend line of this process. So, you know, is it possible that they, you know, maybe take a small step back, but yet they're still heading in the right direction? I, yeah, I think that's possible. I don't think they're a great team by any stretch, but I think they've got a lot of really good young players. And, and more than anything else in any sport, Doug, and team sport, is, you know, you know better than anybody, they have an identity. And that's that's a great foundation. They have an identity of who they are, what they're going to be about. They're going to be really physical. They just got a ton of young guys. And with young guys, you're going to get some inconsistencies. Yep. And uh, when you're consistently inconsistent, that's that, that's who you are. DJ, great stuff, man. We're, we're creeping closer and closer. Uh, la- last thing. I know you haven't done any evals so far. Story out of SC today was Caleb Williams hasn't committed to coming out of the NFL, coming out to the NFL draft. Uh, we're we're going to see Caleb play this weekend against San Jose State. From a an analyst perspective, you obviously do the NFL draft for the NFL Network, and this is something you've done for years. And you know you're a scout going back to your days with with the Ravens. Um, what does he need to What does he need to take the next step? Like it, he's great and talented and won the Heisman, but w- what is needed for you and for scouts when you watch him play? That okay, he's taking the next step in this offseason. Yeah, I would say just divvying up his, uh, you know, his play style. If last year he was seventy uh, percent Superman and thirty percent Clark Kent, maybe you know get that more toward the fifty-fifty, doing some of the boring things from the pocket consistently and not having to make those, you know, crazy, crazy dynamic plays. I mean, that's what the, the evolution of Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes only uses that club, you know three or four times a game. Now, those are magical plays, but you can't live like that. So, to me, I think that would be it. Just, you know, hey, he can do it. I've seen him do it. I've seen him win in the pocket. I've seen him get one to two to three, bang, get the ball out. Um, maybe just a little bit more of that would not have to do so many of the you know, the crazy wild plays that uh, that he did last year that won him a Heisman. He doesn't need to do that. Um, any reason to think he wouldn't be the number one overall pick? No, I, mean, I love Drake May, and Drake May gives you more size. Um, but you know, if if Caleb just continues on the you know on the trajectory he's on right now, I would be a stunner if uh, if he weren't the first pick. He's he's not somebody that you see every year, that's for sure. Awesome stuff as always. That's Daniel Jeremiah. Check out the podcast. It's called Move the Sticks. You'll see him on the NFL Network, and you hear him calling Charger games, or hear him every week right here on the Doug Gottlieb Show. DJ, you're the best, dude. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, buddy. See you, man. The Doug Gottlieb Show rolls on live from the Tyrac.com studios. Tua fired back at Ryan Clark. What'd he say? Find out next. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byard. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, 
what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup since starts fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. At Pet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare open a limited time 11 month certificate at kemba financial credit union at 5.25 percent apy it's more than triple the national average plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details offer expires may 31st 2024 apy equals annual percentage yield restrictions apply 500 minimum and two hundred fifty thousand dollars maximum deposit advantage status required comparison based on bank rate average federally insured by ncua step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.